We welcome you to the I Believe in Jesus broadcast. We are so blessed to be back with you today. It is just a glorious day to be in Christ Jesus. His love is just overwhelming towards us. And I just want to give him thanks and praise for all of you that are faithful to listen to the broadcast. We just give praise, honor, and glory to Jesus Christ. And we're just believing that souls are being saved and that bodies are being healed and that the church of Jesus Christ is being strengthened by the power of the word of God that is being spoken. We just want to give God all praise and glory and remember all of you Christians around the world that we are praying for you and we desire that you would continue to pray for us. You know, the body of Christ needs the joy of the Lord. The word of God says that the joy of the Lord is our strength and we are promised that as we are in Christ, we will have the joy of the Lord. And the joy of the Lord is what I want to minister out of the word of God to you today, praying and believing that as the word is spoken, you will you will find that the joy of the Lord is rising up in you. You know, Jesus said the joy of the Lord is our strength. So the joy of the Lord is an attitude. And that attitude and that characteristic, the attitude of Christ, the characteristic of Christ rises up in us. And we can find that we have the joy of the Lord in the midst of troubles and trials. So the joy of the Lord being our strength would be our attitude that as long as we have Jesus Christ, we have everything that we need. We find comfort and peace in the fact that Jesus Christ is our Lord and our Master and our Savior. And today I, I want to teach you how to have the joy of the Lord. I begin with uh, scriptures out of Matthew 25 and 21. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. Now, when he says unto us that well done, good and faithful servant, we have something to shout about. We have something to rejoice about because the word of God tells us that if we're faithful here, it says over a few things that the Lord will make the ruler over many things. Wow. Praise the name of the Lord. You know, you saints that are out there laboring around the nation, either you're laboring, you know, in prayer, you're, you're doing the work of the Lord when you pray. Uh, and uh, you're, if you're preaching, you're singing, you're witnessing, you're giving your testimony, whatever you're doing, be faithful in it. And he says that he will make you ruler over many things if you're faithful over a few. So when we're faithful, the joy of the Lord rises up in us because it's his faithfulness that causes us 
to enter into the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Lord, hallelujah, the joy of the Lord, his promise that one day when we reign with him in heaven, that if we've, we've been faithful here on this earth in a few things, he promises that he's going to make us ruler over many things. So enter into the joy of the Lord be, by being faithful. When you're faithful, you'll have the joy of the Lord. When you're unfaithful, you'll be convicted and you'll find misery because you're not doing as the Lord did. Jesus is the faithful God, isn't he? So when faithfulness lives in our life, we know who it is. We know that it's the faithful and true God. In John 15, 11 through 12, it says, These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. This is how to have the joy of the Lord, when you walk in love. Amen? That you love one another as I have loved you. Oh, my, how we are commissioned and commanded to love one another. When Jesus was getting ready to ascend to his Father on high, he told his disciples, he said this, First and foremost commandment. We know the greatest commandment is to love our Lord God with all our heart, with all our soul, and with all our strength. And then Jesus said, of course, the, the second greatest commandment is to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. And before he left here, he told his, his disciples, this commandment I give you is to love one another. Oh, and you know, when we walk in that love and where we don't hold uh, on harbor grudges against one another and we can walk in that pure divine love of Jesus Christ that that's when our joy in him becomes full and that's what he's saying that your joy might be full because if we don't walk in the love of God then the joy of God or the full strength of God will not be flowing through our life so I'm teaching this morning, how do you walk in this joy? You people are listening around the world. Don't we know as the body of Christ that we need the strength of the Lord? The word of God commands us to pray for the strength of the Lord. Well, the word of God says the joy is the strength of the Lord. So we need to know how to have that joy. Amen. We need to be faithful servants, as we said just a minute ago. Then we'll be able to enter into the joy of the Lord. And now he's commissioning us, love one another, and that your joy might be full. That means full. All the joy that God has for us as the body of Christ. There's a simple Sunday school teaching that uses the word joy. And each letter in that little word, J, for Jesus O for others, Y for yourselves, oh my, Jesus first, others next, yourself last. When we walk that, we're walking in the love that Jesus has for us, that unselfish love. Psalms 5, 11 through 12 says this about the joy of the Lord. But let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy. Because thou defendest them. Let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee. For thou, Lord, wilt bless the righteous. With favor wilt thou compass him as with a shield. So here we're told that if we trust in the Lord, then we'll have joy. We'll, we'll, when we put completely 
our trust and our confidence in Jesus Christ, we have something to rejoice about because we're talking about trusting the almighty creator, Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. And we're not trust, talking about trusting ourselves or our, our financial status or, or the government or friends. Or We're talking about trusting Jesus the holy God of Israel, the Savior of the world that is unlimited, incapable of changing, incapable of lying, sure to his word. His word has been true. It's been purified. We can trust in God to keep his word. So, of course, we should shout for joy. Also, in this Psalms 5, it says, because thou defendest them. Now, if my God is for me, who can be against us? Why should we not have joy over who he is and all that he has promised? He has promised to defend us. We don't have to defend ourselves. That's worth shouting about. That gives me joy when I think about it. My God is going to defend me in the face of mine enemies. So therefore, hallelujah, I can rest and I can enter into the joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah to the Lamb of God. My God is good. My God is great. My God is awesome. He's kind. He's loving. He's true. Hallelujah. He's faithful. He's all-powerful. He's not going to get defeated. The battles that I face are his. Amen. So he's going to defend me. That's enough. That brings joy. That brings joy. We should shout for joy that he will defend us. Amen. Jesus is going to have the last word. Remember, church of Jesus Christ, the true born again believers, we win. We've already won because of what he's done. The end of the book says we win at the end of the battle of the Armageddon. Guess who wins? The last battle between light and darkness, Jesus and the saints of God, we win. No one's going to conquer our God. He's going to defend us to the end. So shout for joy. Amen. Glory to God. For thou, Lord, wilt bless the righteous with favor. Wilt thou compass him as with a shield. The favor of God is round about those who believe in him, the righteous. The favor of God. You have favor with God, I'll say it again. You'll have favor with mankind. Hallelujah. He'll even make your enemies to scatter. He'll, he'll cause your enemies to be utterly confused and not be able to overcome you. But he promises that the, the blessing of the righteous wouldn't that give you joy if you believe that? With, with favor, wilt thou compass him as with a shield? Matthew eleven twenty eight and 30 teaches us also how to have the joy of the Lord. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavily laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So we're learning how to have the joy of the Lord. When we are heavy and laboring, uh, Jesus says, I'll give you rest. What gives you rest? The joy of the Lord. It's your strength. Amen. When you rest, you're trusting him. Your confidence is in him. 
you understand who he is and what he has promised to do for you as his child. He says, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. We need to meditate on who Jesus is. He says, I'm meek and I'm lowly in heart. And then you'll find rest in your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. When we try and go forth and do things out of our flesh, then we become weary, don't we? Oh, and we lose the joy that is unspeakable and full of glory. So we want to enter into the rest of God, trusting him, glory to God. Oh, learn of him. He's meek. He's lowly in heart. That means he's humble. So let's humble ourselves before a holy God, and we will have the joy of the Lord. Second Timothy 1 and 7 says, For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. How are you going to have joy in the Lord? You're going to recognize he didn't give you a spirit of fear, but he gave you his spirit of power, his spirit of love, and a, spirit, and a sound mind I bind confusion from the body of Christ I plead the blood of Jesus over each and every one of us I ask you Lord to just release release unto the people of God the body of Christ your joy and your peace don't be afraid because fear steals your joy and the joy of the Lord is your strength we're not talking about worldly joy that's a temporary feeling that comes and goes, doesn't last. So we're talking about the joy of Jesus Christ, His nature. Glory to God. You see, He went to the cross. We remember what it says in Hebrews 12. It says that He went to the cross and He went with the joy set before Him. That joy was you and I. All those that through what He did, giving His life, would find salvation. That, that brought joy to Him. So understand he didn't go to the cross with a spirit of fear he went with power he went with love and he even though he had been beaten even though they had had wickedly put a crown of thorns and pressed those thorns into his skull and they were long enough to even reach his brain jesus christ went to the cross with a sound mind how much more should we walk in this natural life with joy over what Jesus did? He said he didn't give us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. In Romans 14, 17, and 18, it says, For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. For he that in these things serves Christ is acceptable to God and approved of man. So the kingdom of God is not natural meat and drink, but it's spiritual kingdom, righteousness, peace, and joy hallelujah in the holy ghost righteousness whoo the righteousness of christ lives in the believer if you have repented of your sins and accepted jesus christ as your personal savior recognizing him as the only begotten son of god that died for you that bore your sins bore your griefs bore your sorrows did it all for you on the cross on calvary if you've accepted that truth ask him to forgive your sins and come and dwell in your heart then this is for you his righteousness now by the holy spirit lives in you also the kingdom of god is made up of peace and joy when you have peace you have joy when you have righteousness you have peace and joy because those are characteristics of jesus christ 
For he that in these things serves Christ is acceptable to God and approved of man. Mankind will know that you are different. They will, they will recognize that your character is not like the human, but it is like the supernatural life of Jesus Christ. They will see the difference. Amen. They will see that joy no matter what circumstance you're in. You see, the joy of the Lord is not dependent on circumstances. The carnal joy, the joy of the human being and the world, it is dependent, hallelujah, upon circumstances. So the joy of the Lord is not, hallelujah, a merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dryeth the bones, hallelujah, a broken spirit dryeth the bones. A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dryeth the bones. How many of you know that you'd rather be around people that are full of the joy of the Lord than people that are miserable? That's why it's saying, but a broken spirit dryeth the bones. Oh my, do you remember how miserable you were before you got saved? A merry heart doeth good like a medicine. When we walk in the joy of the Lord, we will, I believe, have health. Health. We will prosper in health because the Word of God says a merry heart, a joyful heart is good like a medicine. It will make us feel better. Amen. So that's the way that you walk in the joy of the Lord. Luke 10, 20 through 21. Notwithstanding in this, rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. In that hour, Jesus rejoiced in the spirit and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that thou hast hid these things from the wise and the prudent and hast revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in thy sight. Woo! Praise the Lord. Jesus is saying here, Oh, we shouldn't rejoice because God over more over the fact that God has given us power and authority over darkness. But we should rejoice always that our names are written down in the book of life in heaven. Because Jesus said in that hour, Jesus rejoiced in spirit and said, Oh, thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent. That's those prideful people, wise in their own intelligence. Prudent means prideful and has re revealed them unto babes, babes in Christ. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in thy sight. Je rejoice that Jesus has revealed himself to you as the Savior of the world once you've accepted him. Oh, what a greatest honor. What an honor this is that we know him personally now. Oh, praise be to the Lamb of God. What an awesome, awesome God he is. Oh, we praise God. This is enough to make us full of joy. Amen. That he has accepted us and we are now his children. Why should we be downcast? 
David said, why, O soul, why is my soul downcast within me? Well, David was looking at himself. The quickest way to lose the joy of the Lord is to look into self and live a selfish life. There's no joy with selfish people. They're miserable. They're angry people. They're murmurers. They're complainers. Glory to God. Oh, but those that have totally surrendered and accepted Christ and surrendered their will are full of the joy of the Lord. Psalms 45, 7 and 8 says, Thou lovest righteousness and hatest wickedness. Therefore God thy God hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. If you hate, right, if you hate wickedness, this is how you're going to be full of the joy of the Lord. Oh, when you love righteousness and hate wickedness, God says, I'm going to anoint you with the oil of gladness above all thy fellows, above all thy other members of the body. How much? Evidently then, he's saying the level of our hate of wickedness and sin is wickedness. We hate sin. That's the only thing the believer is given permission to hate is sin and the wickedness. Not the people that do it, but the sinful deeds that they do, we hate. Amen? We hate the works of darkness. Evidently, that's going to be the level of joy that we receive from on high. The next verse in Psalms 45 and 8 says, All thy garments smell of mirth. Oils and casting over the ivory palaces whereby they have made thee glad. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Anoint us with the oil of gladness. Even in the midst, brothers and sisters, uh, in Jesus Christ, even in the midst of our suffering and our greatest grief and our greatest sorrow, we can have and walk in the joy of the Lord. Maybe not, you're not joyous over heartache, but your joy is that inward attitude, that rejoicing that Jesus even promised that blessed are those that mourn. Oh, for they shall be comforted. Oh, what a joy it is to know that even if I am in the worst of situations, my Jesus has promised this blessing to me that the joy of the Lord would rise up in me and my eyes would be upon him and that he would give me the grace not to look at the circumstance, but keep my eyes on the master that saved my soul and brought me out of darkness into his marvelous light. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah to such a God as this. Jesus Christ is the only true and living God. He is awesome. Proverbs 15 and 13 says, A merry heart maketh a cheerful countenance, but by sorrow of the heart the spirit is broken. A merry heart maketh a cheerful countenance, but a sor by, by sorrow, hallelujah, merry heart makes a cheerful countenance, but by sorrow of the heart, the spirit is broken. Now, a merry heart means a heart full of joy that makes your face light up with the glory of God. Maybe that's why our faces don't shine like they should. Because we're not finding enough joy in Jesus and in his written word and all who he is and everything about our Lord and our master. 
Church, I encourage you. Let's start meditating on who we serve. He's so awesome. You'll be in awe of his beauty of his holiness, for instance. You'll be in awe of his fairness. He's a just and fair God. He is the only judge. People try and judge one another. That's a sin. We need to judge between good and evil, but not the hearts of mankind. That belongs to God only. He is the one that searches the heart of man. So let him do his business. You do yours. You judge the actions of the people, the words and the deeds of the people, not their heart. And you will have joy. Hallelujah. First Thessalonians 1 and 6 says, And you become followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction with the joy of the Holy Ghost. Paul is saying, And you became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction. They received the word of God. Evidently, they were going through some hard troubles and trials. There are many, many types of afflictions. There could be financial affliction, physical affliction, emotional affliction, financial affliction, family troubles that afflict us, all multitudes of afflictions. We thank God, though, remember the promise in Psalms said that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but he shall deliver us out of all of them. So we ought to find joy. These Thessalonians had received the word in much affliction with joy of the Holy Ghost, with the joy of the Holy Ghost. Wow, praise the name of the Lord. Is that where you are? Is that your attitude? You have joy, no matter what your circumstances are. In Psalms 51, 12 and 13, it says, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy free spirit. Then will I teach transgressors thy ways, and sinners shall be converted unto thee. Maybe we aren't winning the lost because we go out here to witness without the joy of the Lord. So we need to pray, restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Weren't you full of joy the day that you got saved? Well, if it's 20 years later, why wouldn't you be full of even more joy? Hallelujah. Oh, my. Speak to us today, Lord. Examine our hearts today. Don't lose the joy of the Lord. If you have, I'm telling you how to get it back through what the Word of God says. Psalms 149 and 5 says, Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud upon their beds. Do you ever open your mouth and just begin to sing to Jesus? Oh, do you begin to sing a song that, oh, comes to your heart and you begin to worship him? When you sing praises unto the Lord, the joy of the Lord cannot help but rise up and you become stronger in your spirit. There's a song, an old hymn that I love. It says, it's just a short chorus, but it says, I have de decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. Oh, some, though some grow weary, I shall follow. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. For I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow 
Jesus. No turning back. No, 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 no turning back. You see, now my heart is full of joy. It's got more joy than I had before I sang. Singing praises unto God will bring the joy of the Lord full in your life. So sing to him day by day. Psalms 118 and 24. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Did you wake up glad that you have another day to serve Jesus? Or did you wake up dreading another day? Well, you need to shake off those heavy bands, lift up those holy hands, and begin to sing so that the joy of the Lord will fill your heart. Psalms 126, 5 and 6 says, They that sow in tears shall reap in joy no if you sowed in tears many troubles many heartaches there's a promise here for you says that you shall reap in joy he that goeth forth and weepeth bearing precious seed shall doubtless come again with rejoicing bringing his sheaves with him praise God Jesus says that he that goeth forth and weepeth bearing precious seed that's the word of God shall doubtless come again with rejoicing bringing in his sheaves with him you're weeping over the lost you're going to bring many into the kingdom Hallelujah. Have the joy of the Lord. Get your mind set on him. Nehemiah 8 and 10 says what I've been telling you. For this day is holy unto our God. Neither be ye sorry. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. Uh, don't live in sorrow. Don't, that, that means dread, regret. So many of God's people don't have the joy of the Lord as their strength because they're living in the past. I close right now with a word of prayer for all my brothers and sisters around the world. I thank you, Lord, that you're speaking to them. I thank you that the word of God has taught them today how to have the joy of the Lord. Lord, we got our eyes. I pray their eyes get back on you, that they feel the strength of the Lord, that they're going to begin to do what they've been taught today. Oh, God, no matter what the world is doing, no matter how wicked it gets, our joy is in you, not in the circumstances. I thank you and I pray that the sick God will rise up out of that affliction and begin to rejoice and be glad in you and claim the promises of God that by your stripes they shall be healed and that the body all around the world of Jesus Christ will begin to be full of your joy just because of you and who you are. If you never do another thing for us, Lord, you've done enough. You've done more than what we would ever deserve. And we thank you for who you are. We serve you, Lord, because of who you are, because of what you've done. We believe in Jesus as the Savior of the world, the only one and living and true God. We bow our hearts to you, and we give you praise this day, and we give you thanks, for we have decided to follow you you though some turn back we will follow oh no none go with us we will follow for there is no turning back we have decided to follow Jesus if you haven't today I pray that you will repent of your sin and ask him to come into your heart and be the Lord of your life it will bring you so much joy joy unspeakable Peter said full of God's glory that's his character that's him 
Everything about Jesus is wonderful. God bless you. Until next week.